Uh, I know that Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what he has done for you, but you just want to take time to just say thank you. We bless you. We thank you for how far you have brought us. Nobody thought you could bring us this far. We can certainly say that it is all by grace. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for all you have done and all you will do. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. We thank you. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see. Father, we bless you. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. And all will see how great. How great. Looking at the sower, and it's been so mind-boggling in terms of the way God is explaining His word to myself and 
I get to understand that there is more He can do with us, but we cease to allow Him to do what He wants to do in our life. In Luke chapter 8, verse 4 to 15, the Bible said, And when a great multitude had gathered and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on the rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear, then the devil comes away and takes the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity." But the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Amen. Amen. I'm still talking about the process. It hasn't changed. Tell your neighbor the process hasn't changed. It's still the same process and there is no shortcut. Tell your neighbor there is no shortcut. I want you to, there's no shortcut because God is getting ready to do something in your life. And the better you get to know that there is no shortcut, the better you will position yourself to receive the fullness of God. Amen. I've been talking about the process is the same. Tell your neighbor the process is the same. And today I'll be talking about how it relates to Jesus. If Jesus didn't jump the process, then you can jump the process either. But I pray that God will give you the strength to stand in the process. Amen. Uh, you can listen to the podcast. Uh, those of you who haven't been here for some time, uh, you've not come here, you're joining us for today. I just want to go straight to how the Soa story relates to Jesus. And in Luke chapter 8, Verse 12, put verse 12 on the screen. The Bible says that some seed fell on the wayside. Okay? And these are those who hear the word and the devil comes to take them away from their heart. But it is my prayer that whatever God has embedded in your heart, nothing will steal it from you. In Jesus' name. Now, I want you to know that if you don't value something, that is when somebody will steal it from you. 
The first thing you need to know is that if you don't value it, I've already spoken about the wayside, but we are going to look at how it relates to Jesus, how he valued what he has received. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 49. When you read the 47, the verse number 1 was talking about during the time Jesus went to Jerusalem during the festival of the Passover. And the Bible said that Jesus' parents were looking for Jesus. They couldn't find him for three days. Hallelujah. They couldn't find him for three days. Three solid days. This young boy at the age of 12 years, he has heard the voice of God that has come to him. Where we saw the demonstration of what God did when John was baptizing him. But I will come to that place. But Jesus knew exactly what had been given to him. And look at what he said in Luke chapter 2 verse 49. He said, why are you searching for me? He asked, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Look at the certainty of this young boy at the age of 12 years. He knew what he was about. As a young boy of this nature who could tell you that I know what I'm about, nobody will steal what is mine. He had this affirmation and certainty that he knew where he ought to be. Because you don't know where you have to be, that is why somebody is taking you where they have to be. Praise the Lord. The act of prioritizing and placing value on the word of God. Most of us don't place value on the word of God. I sometimes when I hear the word of God being preached, I take desire in hearing because it is through the word. The Bible said nothing was created outside the word. All things were created in him. And in him was life. And it was the light of the world. I want you to know that there is value that is placed on the word of God. The reason why there are some shoes that you have hidden, you, play, you wear them anyhow, is because of the value you place on it. There are certain shoes I don't wear them anyhow. There are certain shoes I don't even drive my car with. If I drive my car with it, there are ways I have to drive. There are certain times when I dress... I have to put on the seat belt in a certain way because of the way, because if I don't treat it properly, it loses its essence. Jesus knows the value of what he carries. I pray that this year you identify with the things that value must be placed on in the name of Jesus. The wayside is your ability to place value. Don't place anything on the wayside because if you place anything on the wayside, people will steal it hallelujah i wonder whether the best there are certain beds you don't need to worry when the, uh, especially the seagull the seagull or what do you call it when you sit when you are at the backyard and you throw corn up if one sees it it calls the others and that is how when you don't know what you have and you put it anyhow and you don't treat it with value and protect it the devil comes to steal it in John chapter 9, verse 4 to 5, the Bible said, Jesus said, I must be. It's not a negotiation. He said, I must be. I must work the works of him that sent me. Whilst it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. He knows what he was about. And nobody could take that benefit from him. And because he knows who he is, he walks in that strength. I pray that you identify with what God has given to you in the name of Jesus. Some of us, we wait till others come to tell us what we have. I want you to know that when the word of God, God is not by us. God is not 
a man that he should lie. When the word of God comes to you and tell you that, my son, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health as thy soul prospers. This is a word that is for you. When you begin to place value on it, it begins to work for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> in Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 18, it said that you shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart, in your soul. And you must bind them as a sign on your hand. And they shall be as frontlet between your eyes. Listen, when you put it in your, high, in your heart, you even have to bind it. You have to protect what is in your heart. Everything the Lord has given to you and placed in your heart, if you don't place value on it, it can be stolen. Even good ideas. And that is why you must be writing things down. Because there are things when you forget, you begin to lose it in your heart. I pray that this year, you will begin to walk in the strength of protecting and preserving what is yours. So that nothing will steal it from you. I like it when, Pete, when, when David was talking in Psalm 119, verse 11 to 16. He said, I word have I hid in my heart. Why would you hide this word? Because if you don't hide it, somebody will steal it. I pray that you walk in the strength of the revelatory power that David walked in. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy status. With my lips have I declared all the judgment of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies. As much as in all riches, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy status and I will not forget thy word. Some of you people promise you and you even forget. There was a time I was talking to a gentleman, I promised. I asked him, do you remember the promise I gave to you? I was ready to deliver my promise. He said, I forgot it. What you don't value will not come to you. I pray that this year you will put priority on the word of God. That nothing shall steal what is yours. You will no more expose valuable things about yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus knew what he had. He preserved it. He walked in the strength and spoke with power. In Jesus name. Amen. The second one is that the Bible said that. He, the Bible talk about it. I like, I like the revelation I saw. The seed that fell on the wayside, it fell what? By the wayside. Say by the wayside. So the first one is by. If you treat it anyhow, it goes by that method. In Luke chapter 8 verse 13. The Bible said that they on the rock are they. Which when they hear receive the word with joy. And these have no root. Which for a while believe and in time of temptation, fall away. Praise the Lord. I told you about the story about a job that was announced to a group of people. About the pay, which was fantastic pay. Oh, wonderful. It was a kind of rate you will never see anywhere. So beautiful. You were being paid over... Oh, I will not say it here. It's okay. You're being paid a huge sum of money. It's not 10 pounds. It's not 20 pounds. More than 20 pounds per hour. You just sit and just do a few things and 
These people were told about it. They said it is too good to be true. This lady sat down for six months before she applied for that job. When she applied for it, she got the job. And when she received her first salary, she got to know that what they said was true. Why would you wait for six months before you applied for the job? There are most of you, you hear good things. You don't pay attention to it. You just lose it. No wonder they call a man to come and see something good. He said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Because you don't value it, that is why you are not encountering it. I pray that you will receive good things this year. The Bible said, in time when you will be tested, everybody will be tested. In Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. I like the Bible, that title, the, 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 the chapter. It said, Jesus is tested in the wilderness. If Jesus were tested, you will be tested. Hallelujah. The Bible said Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days and at the end of them, he was starving. He was hungry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen. We pass the test. Of life on the platform of knowledge. I want you to hear this. We, we strive in the kingdom of God by knowledge. That is why the Bible said my people perish for lack of knowledge. We strive in the kingdom by knowledge. The amount of knowledge you have in God determine how powerful you are. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at the first temptation. I said, we operate in the kingdom by what? By knowledge. Come on, say knowledge. Are the scriptures not working on this case? In Luke chapter 4, verse 3 to 4, I want to open your eyes on something. This was when the devil was tempting Jesus. Just to tell you one of the things that he tempted Jesus on. And the Bible said, the devil said unto him. He said it unto who? Jesus. Hallelujah. He said it unto who? Jesus. Who was Jesus? Who is Jesus? The son of God. Look at what the devil did. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the son of God, command the stones that it it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, on the grounds of what? Knowledge. Epignosis. It is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. I want to ask you a question. It's like me looking at you. I see a minister, okay, or I see anybody in this house, or Brother Danish. I said, if you, if you come from Ghana, jump. If you are from Ghana, jump. Does the jumping authenticate the fact that he's from Ghana? No. He's already from Ghana. Why would I need to jump if I know who I am? That is why the devil lost the battle. Jesus didn't need to jump to tell the devil, I am the son of God. He knew who he was. He said, if you are the son of God, jump. If you don't know who you are, you want to prove to... The problem of believers is you want to prove something to somebody. If you know who you are, you don't need to prove yourself to anybody. (laughs) hallelujah 
Stop seeking authentication. Stop seeking validation or approval from people because they, they didn't call you. They don't even know you before you were born. Jesus told the devil, I don't live by jumping. I live by the word of God. Precious one, you must know who you are. Tell your neighbor, know who you are. Praise the Lord. If you don't know who you are, that is when people take advantage of you. Your value is not determined by men. It is determined by you. I was talking to a boy, I think, this week. I said that the Bible said, listen to me, somebody. The Bible said the children of Israel went to the promised land to spy. And when they went to spy on the promised land, the Bible said when they got there, they the land was already for them. They were supposed to own the land. It was theirs. But the Bible said that when they wanted to receive authentication and verification and substantiation from the men who were on the land. My Bible said that when they got there, they got scared and they reported separately or differently or in reverse. But the Bible said that Caleb and Joshua, they knew what the dimension was. They knew what God had said. The Bible said, what made me sad is that the other ten tribes saw themselves as grasshoppers. And the Bible says, so were they seen. Because you don't know who you are, your value is not determined by men, it is determined by you. When you know who you are, you project it onto others. Praise the Lord. As you see yourself, so shall it be. In Luke chapter 4 verse 16 to 19. So he came to Nazareth where he was, he has been born. He was brought up. And as his status was, listen to me, this was Jesus. He came to Nazareth as his status was. He went into the synagogues on the Sabbath day. And he stood up to read. And he was under the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found in that place where it was written. Precious one, that, that's where he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he if anointed me and all of that. But I want you to know that Jesus delighted in studying the word. There are certain scriptures when, you, when God speaks to your heart, he speaks to you and you read the scriptures, you know the things that have been freely given unto you. I like it, the Bible said that there are things in the Bible that God has freely given unto us. But it depends on those who can see those things that are freely. For the fact that something is given freely in Tesco doesn't mean you can have it. But until you know it and begin to walk in it. Let me tell you something in management. Mr. Okay, help me if I go wrong. You know. I did a bit of management. And in marketing, in contract, I don't know whether marketing contract or whatever contract, but there's a contract somewhere. When you go and buy an item from a shop, he's watching and the item if you buy this face towel if you buy it and you are entitled to something and you didn't know about it and you bought it and you went away and you were told and you come back they can deny you because you didn't know if even it is free and you didn't know i was listening to a, a friend of mine he he went, to, he went on the plane the first, few, you know, first time. And he went to sit on the first class. And he's been told how 
things can be very costly in the plane, you know. Then he's, he was in the first class, and they brought the first drink. So oh, no, no, I don't do drink. Sorry, sorry. Then it passed. Then there was a guy who was sitting there. He said, no. Then he drank it. Then he said, can I have another drink? Mention another drink. He said, can I break? He said, okay, okay, okay. Then they brought another drink. Hey, can you mix the two together? And this man is sitting down and wondering, does this one know how much he's going to pay? No problem. They brought the food. It was passing by. He had the food. Then he said, can I have another one? Can I have another one? Then this man got the boldness to call the, the man who was requesting. He said, when they got to the, they were about to land. So he was hoping that they would bring him the card machine, which is very convenient to carry around. But he saw that nothing was brought to him. So he asked the man, he said, are you able to pay for all of this? <laughs> pay for what? I paid it on the, as part of the ticket that we bought. He said, so whether you eat it or not, you've already paid for it. He said, eh? So you mean to tell me that you ate the food free? He said, yes. He said, why didn't I eat it? He said, because you didn't know, you've lost it. He said, the following time he went on the plane. Ah. They said, do you want tea or coffee? He said, put them together. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are walking like you have nowhere you are going. There is greatness in you. Most of you have become beggars. To those you have to learn to. Why? Because you are ignorant. In 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verse 15. Paul was talking to Timothy. He said, Timothy, I know that men refuse to study. He says, Timothy, I want you to study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. I don't receive authentication from men. I seek my God. He created me. If there is somebody who will tell me how good this system is, I have to read the manual. The, what do you call it? The manual. I don't decide. I don't choose anyhow. I must read the manual and that gives me the right information. If you are here, you don't know who you are. You speak to the right God. He will tell you who you are. As we study the word of God, we become rooted. It is the word of God that causes you to be rooted. So that nobody can approach you. Because you don't know who you are, that is why somebody approaches you. You must gain ground. Knowledge is the ability to be firmly rooted. The Bible says, how can it be that Muslims can tell us more about the Bible than we can tell ourselves? Praise the Lord. I pray that you will receive strength. In John chapter 19, verse 10 to 15. It said, look at this, look at this. It's, beautiful. it's, it's so beautiful. If you walk on the strength of knowledge, you don't worry. Listen. <laughs> you, you, you don't understand this. You see the way minister, okay, he's sitting down. The wife can just get up. My wife. The wife can just get up and decide I will not sit on my seat again. I will sit on Minister Okay's lab. It is not on the premise of the availability of the lab. It is on the premise of knowledge. Because she knows who she is, she can sit on the man's lab. Not just any man, but her husband's lab. You, you, you don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't matter what, where my wife is. My wife. I like when he's talking the way he says, he says this for me to know. He knows what he's talking about. Praise the Lord. 
do you know who you are? Jesus had the custom of going to the temple to study about himself. To study about why would Jesus, the Bible said that he, he is God. In, the, in John chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the Bible said in the verse number 14 or 12, it said, and the word became fled flesh and dwell among us and the bible said that this man called jesus who is a word went to the temple as it was his custom to study himself because on the promise of knowledge when he was on earth he had limitations but he needed to know more that is why the strength of god is that he's a god who is a mission he's all knowing you are sitting here you don't know who you are that is why you are abused. That is why people take advantage of you. This year, nobody will take advantage of you. In John chapter 19, verse 10 to 11. It said that this was when Jesus was going to be crucified. You know, It said, do not refute to answer me, Pilate said. Don't you realize I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? Ah. And Jesus said this. Look at what Jesus answered. You will not have no power over me. If it were not given you from above. Therefore, the one one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. Praise the Lord. The strength of Jesus is the way he answered his questions. I pray that this year you will know who you are. I said this year you will know who you are. You don't know who you are. Ask your neighbor, do you know who you are? Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. I, do, I, I like aftershave. There are certain aftershave, they don't move anyhow on the shelf. They are stuck in one corner. Especially when you go to a perfume shop. They are there. Tom Ford. They are there. They don't move anyhow. They are there. People without value are those who are everywhere. Praise the Lord. Most of you don't value time. That is why you waste time. You waste time like time is. Do you know the value of time? If you know the value of time and you know that a time pass is never gained again, then you treat time with respect. You don't know who, what you have. He said, you have no power over me. That is why when you are walking, you have to walk with power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Begin to pray and say, Father, give me the knowledge I need. May I commit to the things that will give me knowledge. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, may I commit to the thing that will give me knowledge. I need the knowledge from above. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number three. Number three. In Luke chapter 8 verse 14. Thank you, Father. And that which fell among tongues. This is a key. Listen to me. The first one is by the word. By the wayside. And the second one was those who fall on the rock. The third one is those who fall among the tongues. They are different. When you fall 
into something, it surrounds you. It takes ownership of you. The most dangerous ones I hate the most is the tongues. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 26, verse 38 to 39. Then he said unto them, My soul is deeply grieved, so that I am most dying of sorrow. It's a stay here, and I stay awake, and keep watch with me. And after going a little further, he fell face down and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this car pass by me. Oh, I want to say something to you. If Jesus himself came to a place, the Bible talks about the father when you fall in tongues, the worries of this world, the, 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 the worries, you talk about pursuing financial gain and everything. But God wants you to understand that there are things that will try to pierce you. There are things that will come your way. Worries will come. Difficult time will come. Things that will hit you that you will feel like giving up. Like Jesus got in Gethsemane. Praise the Lord. But how do I survive? In the time of worries. Praise the Lord. How do I survive? How do I survive in the place where I am choked? By riches and pleasures of life. How do I survive? Number three. The third thing you have to know. I said the first one, you have to value what you have. Number two, you have to do all. You have to gain knowledge. Number three, you have to be prayerful. Tell your neighbor, be prayerful. These tongues I'm talking about, they will pierce you. The only way you will survive the tongues is by prayer. The Bible said when Jesus went through that time of worry, where he was going through a moment of, of, his, of his whole being, the soulish aspect of his being began to pop up. The Bible said in Luke chapter 22 verse 43 to 44, the Bible said, And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as if it was blood, a drop of blood. In times when things begin to pierce you, when you feel like everything is coming against you, it means it's time for you to pray. If Jesus got to that point, if I thought Jesus was the son of God, and therefore he was God, he would get up and go to the cross like it was, it was cheaply done. No. There are things that will hit you that if you don't take care, you will back out. But the only way you go, that is why he said, yeah, though, I go through the valleys of the shadows of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy son, they comfort me. Thou prepare the table before me. There are things you will go through that no matter how strong you are, you need to pray. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 4, verse, verse 6, the contemporary English version says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. He said, with thanks, with thanks for heart, offer up your prayer and request unto God. This year, you will go, I know you are going to gain your knowledge, but you need to be prayerful. That is why we are spending time to pray and seek the face of God to be able to go through hard time and difficult time. In John chapter 6 verse 15, it said, when Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain alone and every time he moved into a mountain alone he spent time to pray 
I pray that this year you will pray more. In the name of Jesus. That certain thing that hits you will not hit you. In Jesus name. Amen. You are not quitting this year. It is in the place of prayer and fasting. That we complete control over our soul. Some of you, you are too emotional. Some of you, you easily get upset. There are certain times when you spend time in... That is why Jesus could spend time in Gethsemane. And people could come and the disciples are willing to fight. Because they were not praying whilst he was was praying. And they wanted to fight. And and Jesus didn't want to fight. Because his temperament has been controlled. Because when you pray, you get into the presence of God. His presence begins to radiate upon your whole being. You have no idea. Thank you, Father. That is why I don't easily get annoyed. No, 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 no. It's not part of me. This year, you will not get upset over things. In the name of Jesus. Do you remember in Matthew chapter 27, verse 27 to 29? Do you know that even to a point that Jesus, they had to mold a thorn of crown and place it on him? You know how sometimes mockery. There are certain people, people who mock at you. That are tongues. They want you to say the wrong things. And you will be quitted. They molded a crown of tongues. And they placed upon him. And they called him the king of the Jews. If he was not prayerful. He would have said something he shouldn't have said. You need. Listen. The tongues will be. It, will, it, is, it is what? It is individualized. It is personalized. In the Greek, we say it is idiosyncratic. There are things that would, if a seat would not, if, if one slap would not do it, two slap would do it. They will give it exactly, it will be pitch tailored to your satisfaction. I pray for you this year that your temperament will be controlled in the name of Jesus. The things that worried you, that made you think too much, will no more get hold of you. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the very strength of God will come over your life. That your whole being, as you pray, may you carry the presence of God in a way that has ever had before in the name of Jesus. If you believe it with me, shout a bigger amen. As I get ready to finish this message, I want you to understand that regardless of how you value the word of God, regardless about how you study the word of God, regardless of how you are able to go through worries and difficulties of your life, regardless whether you are prayerful or not, you will come to a place of the good soil where you have to be able to endure certain things. You have to be able to rise up and tolerate things you wouldn't tolerate under normal circumstances because you have strengthened God. The Bible said the good grounds are those who have noble heart, who have good heart and are able to receive the word with all readiness and they are able to endure by patience. I promise somebody under the sound of my voice you are about to rise up this year with the strength of the Lord to rise up with the ability to endure certain things. You will not back out from the place of your blessing. I don't know how long delay has come into your life. My Bible said that Abraham was promised a promised son. But the Bible said it delayed so much that it got to a point he wanted to change his mind and took the wrong step. But the Bible said having endured the moment of time, Sarah gave back to Isaac. I pray over your life that this year you will not take the wrong step. I pray that this year you will not give back to an Isaac. You will not give back to an Ishmael. But you will wait patiently unto the Lord for 
your Isaac to be born. Come on, say to your neighbor, I am rising this year. I want you to understand that in the, in the place of God, uh, there are times when it will look like everything has been put to shambag. Uh, it will look like everything is coming to a close. Uh, it will look like nothing good will come out. Uh, but he said that they that wait upon the Lord, uh, they shall rise up uh, and they shall mount up with wings like eagle. He uh, said they shall run and not become weary. Uh, I came to tell somebody, uh, as you wait upon the Lord, uh, I like it when David said, I waited patiently unto the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and he lifted me out of the merry clay. I decree and I declare that this year, as you wait upon the Lord, he will come to your aid. It doesn't matter who is going ahead of you, there is an anointing called the overtaking anointing. I pray that the strength of God will come over your life. You will run through a troop, and you will limp over walls in the mighty name of Jesus whatever caused your parents to fail will not cause you to fail because you will trust in the Lord is that some trust in Charles and some trust in horses but those who trust in the Lord they shall be like Mount Zion that is unmovable and unshakable I don't know who I am talking to maybe the king said he will put you in the fire like Shadrach Meshach and Abednego the Bible Bible said their ability to endure they were put into the furnace but in the furnace the Bible said there came another man maybe the devil thought it was over with you but this year another man will come into your life if you believe it shout a bigger amen come on stand on your feet you are going to endure something. We are not backing up from what is ours. Begin to pray and say, God, give me strength. Give me the ability to, to endure. Give me a noble heart. Give me the heart that is able to tolerate the thing that needs to be tolerated for your glory to be shown. Come on, begin to pray and say, God, give me strength. It was Jesus who waited in the tomb and waited patiently unto God until he was quickened. I pray that this year you will be quickened. I pray that this year if Jesus went through the process this year you will go through the process and you will come out like a refined gold in the name of Jesus. Father we pray in the name of Jesus that this year we will strive this year we will succeed in our marriages, in our finances in our education in the name of Jesus. The deer panted for the water, so my soul wanted after thee. Sing has a dear, 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 
ability to walk in the place of nobility the ability to walk in the place of capacity the ability to walk in the place of solidity the ability to walk in the place of enduring may it be your portion this year you will walk on the promise of knowledge on the promise of epignosis that knowledge that was cause you to strive may you walk with understanding as you go through the week as we fast and pray may god give you illumination in a way that has happened before in jesus mighty name somebody shout a big amen, amen. shall we share the grace may the grace of our lord jesus christ 